0: Welcome to the Total Boss Podcast, and I'm your host, Cristiano Green, a podcast where we talk about finding fulfillment through self-development, being a leader of your own life, and getting the most out of it as well. Tenacity, originality, talent, authenticity, and being legendary. It's all about living your best life. Hello, 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 all you Total Bosses out there and welcome to another episode of the Total Boss podcast. I am your host, Christiana Green, and I am a life and business coach working with gay men to help them find fulfillment and create freedom in all areas of their life. Now, this week, I'm joined with a special guest, Yarun Van Zanten, who is also a coach. She's a mindset coach working with the gay community and um we're going to be talking today about what it's like coming from the gay party scene into uh being uh, coaches so Jeroen welcome yeah thank you
1: so much thank you thank you so much for having me
0: you're welcome do you want to give us a little bit of an introduction to who you are and how you became uh, became a coach
1: yeah well that's quite a story you know and you're right about going from the party scene to being a coach that's uh, I can write a book about that. Maybe I should as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, <clears throat> um, at some point I just this this party scene, this party life got me really stuck, to be honest. And um, I was really in a bad place. Uh, I think it's a, it's two years ago actually. Yeah, two years ago now. And um, yeah, at some point I was just like so done with all these all these drugs, all this alcohol, all these boys, and just very shallow life. And I was like. This is not where I was put on the earth for, you know, this is not what I want to do. And, um, so then slowly that really realization came and <clears throat> then, um, yeah, I started to look for my real purpose in life and then, uh, yeah, I became a
0: coach. Nice. And so from that journey, you, like you said, you've just reached your two years uh, sobriety, which is a, a big congratulations yeah. to you there. Yeah. You. yeah, that was last week, yeah. Nice. I remember seeing that on Facebook. I was like, wow, that's exciting. Yeah. So then how long was it between you, like, finishing up, like, alcohol and going, you know, I'm going to be a coach? Like, what was the journey between that point to when you started well, the first year was really
1: uh, for me. It was very important to hit that first year of sobriety, you know, and not have like a lot of things next to it. Yeah. Um, but then, definitely, because I was following a lot of people on Instagram as well who were having like a sobriety accounts and were going, uh, doing all those things in their second year. And I was like, "Whoa, the second year is like for really big things in your life to make it happen," you know. And I was like, "Oh, I need to do that too." <laughs> and I really felt that naturally as well that it was ready for the next step. So after a year, I, I moved to Valencia last year as well. Uh, I'm now in Spain. And I'm not sure I didn't tell you, but I'm, I'm in Spain. I just moved to, yeah. uh, to Valencia last, last year, last month, I mean. And last year I was here as well. Um, and then I was still having this call center call center show, uh, job, and I didn't really like that. Yeah. And then I got COVID as well. And, um, yeah, I had time to think. It's like two weeks in my, in my bedroom, you know, with, with no one, just thinking and i was, was like i think it was um, a live or a, a video from jay shetty you probably know him right the, oh
0: he's yeah
1: a, he's, he's a big coach it. yeah and and he said like well, do you just want a really nice life with vacations or do you do you want to uh, fulfill your purpose and i was like fuck this <laughs> it's time to go <laughs> So uh, at that moment, I was like, I wasn't sure yet if I was going to be a coach, but I, I uh, studied journalism and I studied journalism because I really wanted to tell stories to have an impact, you know, and um, yeah, and then uh, I came back to the Netherlands and then I was like, yeah, let's, let's become a coach. And then uh, I enrolled in a program, uh, I'm almost finished my, my degree and uh, <clears throat> so, and yeah from from there on uh, i started it. yeah
0: nice and so how long has that been now for you to to be a coach
1: so that was january so it's now what is it we were in september yeah so it's a good uh eight months yeah
0: nice and it's um not the easiest transition uh to jump into being a coach i know i think like no. some people probably think you can just as soon as you want to be a coach you go online you tell everyone no. you're a coach yeah no man i come to you yeah no
1: it's such a journey also but it's a journey for your personal personality as well you know for your personal growth it's i think it's the best thing to do for personal growth to have your own business and to to go for it you know you you can have so many limiting beliefs you have to throw away and um yeah maybe that's that's the best thing of being a coach of course i love to help people and the best thing is when i get somebody results and i see them being more confident in themselves and um yeah really going after the goals but yeah for me personally also the personal growth is really great to to see how that goes yeah
0: yeah truly, really, it is a, a transformational period for uh, like because you know as soon as you want to jump online you know yeah you, 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 the, the further you get into them the deeper you get into your own personal growth and the more you share which then can you yeah. more people right and so yeah. at the beginning you're like oh i don't think i could share that i don't think i can talk about that oh that's a bit yeah. too much but then you're yeah. like well, fuck it, i have to share this stuff because it's going to help somebody else who's probably gone through the same things that you have right definitely yeah
1: and for me you now being vulnerable is, is also a journey like I, I came from a, from a pretty small town and like as a man especially that you don't really talk about your feelings or mm. and stuff like that so wh- when I started to be vulnerable and I started to talk about my sobriety in my uh, Instagram account I was like who, who wants to read this but then you get so many people exactly were like you say who um, will get something from your story and I think it's very powerful uh, to be vulnerable and to share your story yeah
0: totally and so for you in that first year of sobriety like what was the type of work that you were doing on yourself because you like you said I didn't want to put too much pressure on yourself but I'm sure you were growing and, and going through a journey yourself that year like what was the stuff that you were kind what, of doing yeah there was
1: a lot, there was a lot going on no, I stopped drinking before, two times before, like for, for three months, but I didn't really work on myself. Didn't really look into what was I running from, let's say. Um, so let me think, yeah, I really started um, with reading books about sobriety. Um, I would say The unsuspect- Unexpected Joy of Being Sober is a really good book for anyone who was struggling with alcohol. I re- would really recommend it. And then, um, yeah, I read a lot of books. I started to to meditate, um, yeah, listening to a lot of podcasts. Uh, what, of course, therapy followed by then. And what else did I do? Yeah, it's just your your whole mindset. And I started this this Instagram account it was also very important for me because I, I shared my sober uh, journey there as well. Yeah, and yeah, just totally changing as a person and that's share yeah, with the books with the podcast with the meditation it's just the whole transition you know if i look back on two years from now like i, I barely recognize myself to be honest yeah. yeah
0: so then tell me what was it that stopped you when you said you tried a couple of times before to then actually make this third time the real deal
1: yeah, yeah.
0: well i was in madrid
1: uh i love spanish you can uh <laughs> you sure can yeah. hear yeah, but um, I was in Madrid uh, just uh, on a solo trip, and um, yeah, things got just worse and worse. You know, I got back every morning at ten o'clock um, from from partying. We're also going to gay saunas and stuff like that. And yeah. At some point, it was my birthday, and um, yeah, I woke up in a gay sauna with somebody um, next to me, really twenty years older, older, which I didn't really. Let's say we would swipe right on Tinder, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was really at that realization that I was like, "Is this really? Do I care this much about myself? Is this really the life I want to live? Is this uh, where where my life is going?" And then it took me two weeks to really uh, stop. I, I had one more crazy bender night in Amsterdam, but it was really that night that uh, I was like, "Okay, it's enough." uh it's time to start loving yourself
0: because this is absolutely absolutely ridiculous yeah nice of course well yeah it's it's always that that pivotal moment that you have that you go okay this is not how i want to treat myself like i need to to change this now or like it's just going to get worse and worse right exactly yeah and so then throughout your journey of sobriety then like talk to me a little bit about say because obviously you would have been hanging out with the certain type of people that you would have been partying with or doing that. No, what changed no. in relationships?
1: Yeah. Well, to be honest, it really helped um, that I, I stayed, uh, I lived with my dad for, for a while. I think most of the, yeah, at least the first, yeah, almost the first year. So I wasn't in Amsterdam anymore where we're also in COVID, which also helped, you know, there yeah. were you no know, big parties and stuff. So I had to let go of some people, but um, that went pretty naturally as well because um, I'm very conscious about the people I'm hanging out with, you know, because uh, especially now as a business owner, being alone here in Valencia, you, to, you want to meet people who want to take you higher, and not put you back to places where you, where you were. Um, but back then, um, it just went quite, um, quite naturally, of course. I had to say goodbye to some people. Uh, I think I just have a lot of more boundaries than, than I had, And um, yeah, it's really about boundaries. And um, yeah, what do you want? What do you want from a relationship? And it's so different. You know, when you're a party boy, you just want someone with you uh, to party. <laughs> and okay, yeah, it's nice to have nice conversations and stuff like that. But now uh, I really crave um, deep connections you know and of course sometimes it's also nice to to have someone to just have a laugh with and go to a movie whatever it doesn't have to be all serious in life but um, yeah my mindset around this is is very different right now and I definitely definitely let go of people and I think there are also less friends in my
0: life but um, yeah were they really friends i'm not sure <laughs> well then you've, you've got rid of you've got lower quantity but probably higher quality friends i'm assuming yeah
1: yeah exactly yeah just like that
0: yeah and nice and then obviously you know coming onto the journey of being a coach and obviously uh you know i know you from online as well and obviously i know you from yeah. um my roommate who's also a coach he's your coach obviously, yeah <laughs> you've got a community that way so like yeah, when you become online and you do your business online. You probably find that 95% of your friends are probably not even living anywhere near you in the world,
1: right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's also of course with with the, with the friends I have now. The, the the friends I have that are also coaches, of course, in the community. Uh, there in, the, in my in my coach community, there are people all over the world, and I definitely call some of them re- great friends and um yeah but still i have let's say a few very close friends that i met uh, in the beginning of my studies that's 11 years ago wow that's a long time I feel old <laughs> uh but um yeah so i still have them and that's seen they've seen all the, all the all the struggles but also all the glory that's coming now and um yeah, also really fucked up some relationships as well my, because
0: of the drinking, so, um, yeah. Have you ever been able to repair those relationships or you just haven't wanted to?
1: I try, I, I definitely tried, but, yeah, it's there is, it's only really one, to be honest, but, yeah, that just happened too much, you know, and then at some point you're in different stages in your life and you're kind of peace with it, you know, uh, so it's not that I hold any grudge or... Uh, I did what i can and we're moving on so it's fine but yeah if you look back like this alcohol drugs thing can really make you a total dickhead to be honest yeah
0: alcohol makes people dickheads yes definitely yeah definitely yeah (laughs) yeah okay so for you then did you have to join any sort of programs or what did you really do it was all yourself that you did it or well, like obviously i know you were listening to podcasts and and yeah. not but was there anything you had to do that have made you kind of commit to being uh, sober
1: um let me see i went to some meetings but that didn't really help for me it was kind of meeting uh also i was back in in my uh, village in my hometown bike and i don't really relate to to, to that you know I'm, I'm quite of a city boy now so I didn't really relate to, to the people there uh, which which I don't mean in a bad way but it was just very different you know they had kids they had different lives so it wasn't really uh, the same and it was also that a lot of people had different kind of addictions so let's say two people more were struggling with alcohol um, but it didn't really help me and maybe I went to two oh no only one time to the gay AA meeting and yeah I felt like that you were really like a victim of alcohol and you have to accept that and stuff like that and that's not really my mindset so that didn't really help me of course I made a great friend uh, from from that group so that's really nice that's I'm grateful for yeah but not that um, the AA is definitely not my thing because yeah for me it feels like it's time to live it's time to to do all those things and to, uh, really, um, yeah, uh, embrace
0: who I really am instead of feeling sorry for, for an addiction, you know, that's mm-hmm. not bad. Yeah. yeah. you got to come to terms with you know, accepting what happened in the past, but yeah. then like, learn how you want to live your future. Like, obviously you wanted to consciously make a change. You go, I didn't want to live this way anymore. Right. So yeah. it's not yeah. like, sort of like, Oh, I, I, I I need to give up. It's more like I, I want to give up, right? In, in a yeah, sense. that's the thing. Yeah, because um, I have quite of a bad example for my brother.
1: He struggled from cocaine and alcohol uh, addiction. Yeah. So I had the bad example, not, not to be rude, but, you know, um, so I was still not, I was still having a job. I was still having uh, all those things, but... I think if I went on for another year, then probably it would be way worse. And that kind of helped me as well to
0: see, like, okay, I can still turn around and actually go live my life. Yeah. So how long prior to you giving up had you noticed, you know, the issues with your, your brother? Sorry, can you repeat that? Yeah, so I was asking about your, your brother a bit. Like, was that yeah. prior to you? It was prior to you kind of giving up yeah. alcohol that
1: you knew that? Yeah, definitely. It was like, but it was also a bit like, uh, of course, my parents and my family were very busy with my brother. And I could still stay in the shadows in, in, I lived in Utrecht, Utrecht and then um, and have this party life and, and escape. And of course, I was also escaping from that because I didn't want to feel, uh, you know, the pain that I was having because I, my brother was suffering as well.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that was definitely a thing, and um, yeah, <laughs> that was a thing. Yeah. Totally. And so, for you, do you think that if you if you hadn't have seen your brother go through this stuff, do you think that it would have been harder for you to give up, or do you think it would have, you might have even followed down a similar path?
1: It could be, you know, it could be, I think the the most important thing was that I really wanted to to go after my life, you know, and um, yeah, I was really uh, insecure and I really lost kind of belief in myself, but there was still like a very little voice inside me still said something, you're capable of a lot of things and it's time for you to do that. Uh, I think that's that's the most important thing, but definitely it helped. you know, also building some meeting rooms with other people because uh, my brother was was in the, in uh, in the addiction. and I heard some terrible stories also from a lot of gay men. so I was like, yeah, I
0: I don't want to go there definitely no. no. yeah, of course. yeah, totally. you don't mm-hmm. want to go go down that path, right? No. no. Nice. So what, obviously we both coach gay men to mm-hmm. talk to us about what you find coaching gay men are also trying to find clients who are gay on the online world mm-hmm. yeah so so how do i find it to, how do i find them well not how you find them but how do you find the process of it like you obviously have to talk to a lot of different people that are gay so yeah. i know that we've we've had discussions uh, in the past <laughs> about how we find that you know because we're chatting to people, because we're being nice, really yeah, people are yeah, yeah. to <laughs> maybe come on to you a little bit. So yeah, me,
1: it, it's, definitely, it's definitely um, not as worse as it was in the beginning. Because, I, yeah, um, sometimes they, um, I think, we're just easy flirting people, you know, gay men. So, so yeah, a lot of us try, and um, yeah, especially now as a coach I, I try to see yeah, if I can help them and of course I, I connect with them and we have a chat and we'll we see if I can help um, yeah but sometimes in the beginning as well then they they pretend they wanted help and they're going to flirt with me in the when we have a call so that that happens as well it's it's kind of funny when I when I look back at it now that the call was quite frustrating but that's also part of the job right uh, definitely and yeah um, yeah. But yeah, I, I really, I got now more, more feeling with, it. I can already really feel it. I cannot ever see it in messages of someone trying to flirt with me, which is all, always a compliment by the way. Like I'm always grateful that people are, are interested in me, not, not want to be rude in that way, but it's not what I'm looking for when I'm working. So of course, sometimes you're like, okay, yeah.
0: Um, thank you. But <laughs> this is not what I'm looking for. Yeah. Totally. What about if someone is there that you were attracted to, and you start chatting to them, and you realize, "Hey, like this person is alright." Where, where's, your, where's your mindset on that one?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. I the first thing I learned uh, in my education as a coach is never do anything with clients, and also never do anything with clients who are your client. But when you're chatting with someone, uh, before that, I guess there are no rules. So I have to make them for myself, but mm. you know, when I'm working, uh, you know, you have this mindset that, um, that I'm here to, to help, here to serve. So I'm not really looking into that. Um, but of course, sometimes, you know, then uh, I, I had some guys in the beginning and then, uh, and then we don't really end up chatting about the coaching. And um, there was a guy who, who asked me on a date. We didn't went to... Uh, went to have a date but yeah i remember a very handsome spanish guy but um yeah so that's okay you know i'm still human i'm still kind of single um exactly yeah but yeah you have to know when we're gonna start about talking about how I can help
0: then it's done you know then i'm the coach and you are a potential client yeah exactly i uh I uh, I can agree to that. There. Do you agree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, You have to set boundaries for yourself as well, right? But the um, yeah, kind of sure. good thing yeah. about me living in Bali is that there's not many people in my area that I would be chatting to that are even in Bali. So most of my clients are in Australia or yeah. Venice, Canada, England. So yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Sure. it's not even an option for me. And obviously, I'm, I'm in a no. relationship. So it's not yeah. before I was in a relationship. Yes, I definitely had many people trying to to you know, to flirt with me, to ask yeah. me to send them certain pictures and do all those things. And you just yeah. water ducks back, move on to the next person, right? Because sometimes yeah. not everyone's handles people who are just trying to be nice to them, you know. And that's the, yeah. like, the thing is, right? Is that people think that because you're nice that you have that that's all you you're looking for and they can't actually differentiate the, the fact that, you know, you're actually just trying to get to know them to see if you can help them. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and some
1: people are uh, misunderstand that. And for me, it's actually the same. Same now. I'm in Valencia now. I'm in Spain. Um, yeah, I, uh, I think fifty percent is from the Netherlands, and fifty percent is from from the UK and America. Uh, from for my clients mostly. So it's also yeah. Um, and if we're mainly Dutch guys who we were trying to yeah get a get a date with me, but now. <laughs> Yeah, book a ticket to Valencia and, and
0: uh, but no. <laughs> well, you'll see. I'm sure you're. am sure you'll have a lot of uh, Spanish men lining up, whether they're in your um, coaching place or not, right?
1: <laughs> I'm not complaining now.
0: <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. And so then, for you, then you talked a little bit about your coaching education. Tell us a mm. bit about how you like what got what, what training you got to to feel confident and confident as a as a coach.
1: Yeah, do do the training It's more of course. You already mentioned your coach. You're living with my coach, which is very funny. Uh, <laughs> so of course we went through that as 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 a whole group as with my with the other coaches, he coaches as well. Yeah. So yeah. the the yeah the journey of becoming confident is for me as a coach is just doing it. I think I was really looking back at some videos of me from last February. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. <laughs> I really have more confidence than in February. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I guess it's doing. It's not really my education. Um, education is more the tools, the techniques and and, uh, and things like that. but yeah, I but of course with with my business coach that I have, it's also kind of education right? So definitely uh, is believing more in yourself. Um, and yeah, it's it's like how I coach. You know, when I get back, when I have a limiting belief coming up or, or fear or anything, you know, I just have to tell myself what I tell my clients, really. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but sometimes, of course, it's uh, I'm still human. I'm still learning, still healing. I think that's a whole life journey. So it's not that, I, that I'm perfect now, far from. So um, there's always room for improvement. But, um, yeah, I'm definitely way more confident than at
0: the beginning of the year. I agree. And I mean, what I found within my coaching journey is that, you know, your clients will also be like a representation of where you're at in your life. So of course, some of your clients are gonna be there and you're gonna be coaching them, but at the same time, you're really often giving yourself a lot of the advice that you are telling your clients, right? Because you know, you go through this journey and you go, Wow, like I'm telling myself this but i'm telling you this so it's a win-win right i find that you usually grow as you heal your own wounds as well right yeah
1: definitely and i really feel that i feel it's really important to and also to be authentic with it that i'm not going to give some advice if i didn't deal with it myself yet if i just let's say if i was still insecure about some kind of part of about let's say dating or anything and i'm not going to give somebody I'm not going to coach someone on dating because it, And he feels that probably as well, you know. So, um, yeah, I think I always say be your own best client because you, you always need to, to work on yourself as well. You also need, need, to, need to evolve uh, in order to, to help um, your clients. So, yeah, that's really important
0: exactly so what would, what do you feel would happen if there was uh, something that you felt like i couldn't i can't handle this or i don't know what i'm doing when it comes to someone who's a coaching client mm. it's something that you think you know i can handle whatever comes my way sounds kind of arrogant to say that right um
1: No, I do have it. I think when somebody comes to me and he's like um, a CEO with like 30 years of experience and all those kind of things, then I know I can. I probably can help him,
0: but then maybe I get a little bit um, uncomfortable. It's like because your own insecurities might come up? Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. So that, that could be, but I didn't really have anyone yeah that i thought yeah no this is not gonna work so not really but yeah i guess maybe somewhat like a ceo
0: or something that maybe i'm like oh the first call a bit um <laughs> yeah that's the thing you find people with where you're at in life right and uh yeah you know, there's a devil in every level so obviously as you grow you'll you'll get to a barrier where you know you'll find insecurity you'll move past yeah. it, and then you'll move to yourself to a higher level right so this is a uh, yeah. not here for you know one month, six months, two years. This is a lifetime process. So as you grow, yeah, these will grow. Your clientele yeah. will grow, and you know you'll be ready for more things as as you adapt, right?
1: Yeah, but it's funny because sometimes you also have your own limiting belief uh, about oh, clients, you know. And um, like one of the the guys I'm helping, he's he's a therapist and a therapist for like fifteen years. So on <laughs> first call, I was like, oh. He's, i have to be really good because he's, he's been he's been doing this for a long time even though he's not a coach but like i kind of put him like very at a very high level you know so, um so the first session with him also i i way over delivered because i i was a bit like nervous and everything like that so but then I was like... and I, But I could see he was pretty insecure as well, of course, because he's not a therapist. He's just a client who wants to get help.
0: Correct. Right.
1: And um, so f- from the second um, session, I just took it took slowly and just... And I was like, well, he he's the expert of his life. You know, that's always with coaching. That's probably what you do as well. It's really ask the right question to hold the mirror to see where they're at and where they want to go. So a therapist can... They, they are per- probably very experts of their own lives as well because they're probably also in self-development uh, journey all the time. So then I really switched it and took a step back and was just asking the questions and then it went well, you know, because and it was just a limiting belief that, um, yeah, I couldn't help him because the first session, it took, it took a while for him to get back to me for the second. And I was like, oh, okay. But then he was just busy. He was just busy for for making the second deployment well, i was already like oh okay uh, so it wouldn't did, did, win, did uh, didn't went really well so it's probably it and now he's kind of one of
0: my uh one of my best clients you know so it's fun yeah it's funny that right which is why you yeah. know I'm a big advocate for all coaches having coaches right because yeah when it definitely, happens definitely. you have your own yeah. blind spots everyone does humans do all even if you're like or whatever yeah everyone mm. needs someone who can ask them the right questions help guide them in the right direction because sure. that's yeah. what's really gonna take them to the next level because if everyone knew what they all knew we'd all be super yeah. humans right um definitely yeah so yeah so I can see why a therapist would want to get a coach as well because again if he knew the answers he would be looking for help right
1: Yeah definitely Yeah so what about you do you still have like a type of okay, you are a little bit ahead of me in your journey as a coach um, do you have any type that, that that gets you uncomfortable
0: Look I've been I've I've, I've coached a lot of different people here mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't get on the call with them if i didn't feel like that i was they were comfortable with me I, I was comfortable and when i say that i am i'm an energy person i can very sense even through chats i can sense energies of people and so i'm quite often able to tell if this person is someone that i would like to talk to and i'm sure you can probably understand it from the way the conversation Definitely. Is. sometimes you know yeah. it's not flying with me i you know I'm not just going to get on a call with someone just because, oh, this is where it's at. Like, I want to be able to know that the relationships that I have with my clients are actually important to me. Otherwise, if I was just to coach anybody and I wouldn't enjoy it as much, right? So I make sure that I try to pick the right people. Mm. Am I confident that I could help anyone with any problem? Yes, I do. I am confident Mm. in my skills Mm. because, again, at the end of the day, it's all about being there listening to the client literally understanding them where they're at and asking them questions to help them to to really come up with the answers themselves right That's so you know there's obviously yeah. a lot more techniques and things to do with that but you know i I've been doing it for 15 years in my corporate career so I've been yeah. like, I've got a lot of I've got a lot of practice in doing it yeah. But, yeah. you know for me it's about the energy I feel with that person the connection I feel with that person but okay. um, that, would, that would be the only reason where I would or wouldn't take someone on is because i just don't feel good about coaching that person you know i don't feel yeah. there's a good connection and, that, and that's and that would mean if i took them on feeling that way probably wouldn't end up going that well anyway because i have yeah. early on in my coaching career went to i'm going to take anybody and done that yeah. and had some experiences where i'm like okay i really knew that that wasn't right but i took it on because
1: yeah. i yeah. should help
0: anybody who needs help yeah right? okay i
1: can so relate to that i can so relate to that and yeah yes yeah, you really have to put your own boundaries and and the energy you're talking about is so important. So important to have that connection, definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but yes, it's it's a, it's a good journey, and like the good thing about it is being our business, whereas if it was mm-hmm. like you know a practice, and anyone wants to come and get some help, like a therapist, you 99 percent of the time we'll just have to take what client you get. Whereas for us, yeah. as a business, we get to be yeah. selective, and that's not definitely. saying that you know I'm going to discriminate against anybody because I've got. Uh, uh, you know, I've got clients who are from all areas of the LGBT community. I've even helped. Sure. I've even had coach clients who are, you know, who are not from this community. Straight people, right? I have. I don't have a, a problem. Obviously, I target um, the, the 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 LGBT community because I, I have yeah. a connection to it and it really means a yeah. lot to me to help people from that community. But mm-hmm. again, I, I've helped all types of, of people, and so there's no discrimination yeah. there. No, of course not. Just no. Okay. Energy-wise, I want to make sure that they get the best. So I'd have to refer them on to someone else. You know. All right, cool. Yeah. Cool. Alrighty, so talk to me a little bit about um, if someone was listening to this and they were thinking about getting coaching, what advice would you give them?
1: That's a very broad question, thinking about getting coaching. Like in what way, like if somebody comes to me chatting for
0: to me? Chatting or... to someone and it feels yeah. like that they're, 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 they're a little bit maybe what they I mean they probably need the coaching they're talking to you for that reason. Maybe yeah. they're a little bit fearful of of something. They've got some some fears around it. What would you tell someone who's maybe got some fears around taking the next step? Or getting on a call well, I would probably
1: I would probably relate to that, you know, because I can I can definitely understand that fear. Um for me you know stepping for the for the first time to a therapist or to a coach can be can be very um overwhelming um and um yeah i would probably just say that it, that it's normal but um that i'm always here to get to get them uh, to the next step to the next level of their lives and that uh, the more vulnerable they can be with me the more i can help them to get the results they want so um yeah just maybe sh- share some experience of, of
0: myself and um go from there yeah Nice. Sharing your own experiences is what really truly connects people to to you as a person and as a coach, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it kind of, Not not always though. Sometimes I have the feeling that that you you really have a have a client and they just want to get help. And then maybe we're talking about the energy earlier. Maybe then that's not really my perfect client. you just want to get results and not really. They don't really care about you. And that's also okay. You know, it's about them, not about me. But it's yeah. nice to connect a little, a little, and um, and and to to see, yeah, if we can relate to each other, and then mostly it's it's it's, it's a great connection to start with.
0: Nice. Okay. Great. And so, where are you ex- looking to get to in your business in the next, say, three months, ending this year, because we're almost at the end of twenty twenty one. Yeah. Well,
1: as uh, I I still do like one-on-one coaching, so it's really one-on-one with me. So let's say I would love to um, to serve, let's say, six more people like um, in in this year. And um, but I'm really looking into uh, in the future into maybe doing some workshops here as well uh, in Valencia. Um, I'm really nice. um, getting to know people here in the community as well. And um, yeah, so I would I would love to do some things like in, in, in the real world <laughs> in real life as well. And um, yeah, maybe some group coaching, but then like in a workshop here it would, it would be nice. And um, And really because I just finished my ebook, uh, and I, I was like, um, it was I was like, oh, there's so much more to tell. So um, yeah, I really feel like I should write a book next year as well.
0: Nice. Yeah, and so if someone's uh, interested in getting to know a bit more about you, or even to find out about the the ebook, how can they get in contact with you? Um, so
1: I'm called on on Instagram. It's the Coach Within. It's my name. Um, yeah, on Facebook, uh, yeah, that's my difficult Dutch name. <laughs> you just pronounce. So yeah, if you type that in, but it's probably it's Jeroen van Zonta, But if you you probably
0: type that in into Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever. Yeah, I'll add it in there. So if anyone sees
1: it, yeah, Yeah, so Facebook, Instagram uh, is the the way to contact me. Yeah, for sure.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's been a pleasure getting to know more about you and your journey.
1: Yeah, well, likewise, it's really nice to uh, to connect, especially with you because we kind of
0: have the same uh, group of people we're working with. So uh, yeah, it's always nice uh, to have a talk about that. Exactly, and like I said, with peers, um, even though some people might call us competition, but uh, yeah, yeah there's competition. enough room out there for everybody, which is why we talk about energy and connecting people because not every single yeah. person that comes to me would 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 be connected to you and, and vice versa. So I always yeah. am right. happy to support other coaches, whether they're in my area or not. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I really feel like that as well. And it was in the beginning, really in the beginning of my coaching. Uh, uh, career that uh, somebody came to me as well on Instagram and she was like doing some kind of self-love uh, month was in February and she asked me like oh can you do a post on my page and I was like oh wow I love this because I, I was a really I was already in the same mindset but but you never know you're right there, there are some coaches who feel, who sometimes are a little bit like feeling like you're the competition and stuff like that but for me it's only totally the energy you're you're giving and you will attract the, the energy you're sending out Um, correct yeah yeah, spiritual but i i definitely um agree with that one yeah totally
0: your your vibe will attract your tribe right for sure yeah (laughs) awesome well thanks for chatting to us today really appreciate it and you guys out there if you have any comments or questions feel free to um leave them in the uh comments below or you're welcome to reach out to me on facebook instagram or linkedin under christiana green Thank you guys and always remember, you've got this and I've got you.